Come live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio. Um, again, a shout-out and a thanks to everyone that participated in the North Fork um, State Championship Hall of Famers and that show that started at, at 5.30. We appreciate everyone. Let me get my co-host in here. Tim Moore, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Princess. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you for that um, That show. It was really pretty good and powerful just listening to everyone. Your, your thoughts about it before we move on. Good group of guys. It's it's uh, it's really um, kind of amazing to to hear a group of guys who played together 50 years ago still have such vivid memories and and fond memories of having been together during that period of time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let me see. Duck said he was going to be a little bit behind. Duck Raleigh, are you with Back. us? Back. Awesome. Awesome. So, Duck, I wanted to wait on you, you know, because I learned several things from the show before, but I want to get your recap before I give my recap. It's, like Tim said, 50 years, everybody's, you know, seemed to remember pretty well, but one. But anyway, uh... <laughs> I have to tell Tim about that. <laughs> I, I, you know, I get it. But uh, anyway, I, I just thought it was really nice. Uh, June Allen, mostly, you know, because we all hung out together. June Allen and the late Lamont Davis, where you know, again, his sister called in and, and talked a little bit. Wow. She never got to, she never got to meet June because Lamont was raised in West Virginia, and they were raised in the northern part of Jersey, and. Uh, so, but she kind of knew uh, me because her mom knew my mom, you know, that type deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and you knew her by name. You, you, you recognized her for sure. So, um, and, and what I learned, I'm going to open up all the other guys' mics, is that you danced even in high school. That just been started in the USFL. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And, and that there is still no reception in West Virginia for cell phones. Don't go. You not don't get any any reception. No, seriously, Duck. Congratulations oh. <laughs> um, oh. on being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, that is important. I say all the time that I need to be nicer to you. I'm working with a legend. I'm working with two legends. You know, um, Motown preacher himself and Duck Riley. So I need to make sure and and be more respectful of that. Uh, so let's get everybody in here, Steve Stevie. That's what uh, Steve Swain said he called you. Stevie Thornton, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing oh, really man. good. Stevie, <laughs> Welcome to the show. That's what he said. Uh, yeah. What he told yeah. us last right. night. <laughs> uh, I missed I, that. I hear you. You were a quarterback for sure. Um, Jay Hayes, welcome to the show. Hi, Francis. How you doing? Doing really good. Thank you for being on. I appreciate that. Um, and I and I forgot to mention your uh, to give you some time. Maybe at the end of the show today, you going back for homecoming. 
um, with the Idaho, and Tim told me it's the Vandals. Um, yeah. When you said you were in Moscow, I thought you were out of, out of the country. I, I didn't <laughs> remember that name for sure. So I'll give you a chance to talk about that. Will Lewis, how are you? Doing well. Greetings, everybody. Congratulations, Doug Riley. A well-deserved uh, honor there, I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. Appreciate, appreciate Will with no uh, punt, so it's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to get your recap, Will Lewis, on a game that happened last weekend. So I'll wait for okay. that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <My>. <laughs> I just said a game, Duck, and then you had to, yeah. to really okay. blow it. Okay. <laughs> And then there is Ricky Porter. Welcome to the show, sir. Oh, boy. Hey, Francis, how you doing? What's up, fellas? <laughs> hey, Duck, Duck, congratulations, man. I appreciate it, Ricky. Congra- congratulations, <laughs> man. Did the, did the Hatfields and the McCoy show up? Talk <laughs> <laughs> about show up. They live there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we don't live too long. Okay, all right, all right, brother. My man, well, they live there. <laughs> all right, uh, you congratulations, Doug. That's great. Right. Yeah, congratulations. You know, we play around a lot, but I'm going to take the moment seriously, Doug. Congratulations, and you won wherever you've gone. And um, just listening to everybody, um, you 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 did did it well, and and just was a gentleman and a hard worker. So, and I mean this, we play around a lot, but congratulations, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) All right. I turn it over to you. Yes. Brothers from West Virginia. Doc, (laughs) Mark, and Doug Whaley. Those are the only three brothers I know from West Virginia. (laughs) (laughs) And there have been no more since. (laughs) Oh, oh, that's okay. right, Steve. You from West Virginia too? <laughs> yes, wow. I am from West Virginia. <laughs> I didn't know you were from there. Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what, Duck? I, and I'm gonna say this out of seriousness. Every time, and I just played Country Rose at the end of that show, and those people act like that was the first time they'd heard it. They got excited. <laughs> <laughs> they all started going, "All right, now." You can get a little this, this emotional is... with that. You can get a little emotional. I I know we all never experienced that a little bit. That, that that's a little, it's tight. You know, hey, I mean, whew, just me thinking about it. Yeah, me too, man. It, it, yeah. it definitely invokes uh, emotion. Yeah. <laughs> the question I love what it is. Definitely invokes emotion. I, I'm still, I don't know. What's what's Mountain Mama? I don't know. Okay. Go ahead, uh, Tim. All right. I'm going to start off with uh, with Jay. Jay, what's happening with Open Mic? What we got this week? You know, I, I don't know if you guys watched the Minnesota-Iowa game. Iowa's offense is a mess, but just the inability of the officials to – to uh, officiate the game without messing it up. I mean, the guy, all he did was wave his arm to get the guys away from the ball, and they they said he made a fair catch signal. 
and uh, you know he runs the ball back, and then they said he should it should have caught it. Well, if that were the case, why would you blow the whistle? I just I, I just thought that was really bad officiating, and uh, I, I just hated to see such a great play be made in a college game by a college kid and and then, you know, just to take it away from him like that. I thought that was just terrible. Okay, Steve, open mic. Hey, how's everybody doing? What Hall of Fame did you get inducted into? Because I know there are, you have gotten inducted into several. So I'm, I'm having a hard yeah. time keeping to it. Yeah, Steve, this was the McDowell County uh, Sports Hall of Fame. Oh, but you were already in that one? Who, who, who made that mistake? I, no, I was, Steve, I was already in, but I went in with our team that went undefeated. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, the football team. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Congratulations. We'll go back in again next year with the basketball. <laughs> Right. So you're going to be inducted like three times? Track. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's my duck. Mr. Riley. That's my duck, man. Yeah. Mr. Riley. I call him Dancing anyway. Riley. <laughs> but anyway, moving on to Will Lewis, what's the open mic, Will? What you got for us? Man, I think a couple of things going on around the world, really. Um, I mean, the – Got the World Series going on with uh, um, Game 7 with Philly over there and, and the D-backs. So I'm kind of wondering what the score is, um, how, that's, uh, how that's shaking out. Um, so that, that'll be good. Um, one thing that was kind of disappointing was seeing uh, Coach Kevin Sumlin get pulled over with the uh, DUI over in Florida. I mean, a well-known coach, and you, you think a little bit more highly of him. Um, but the thing that was intriguing was – you know, when they do the uh, arrest report and they ask you about, you know, different things, you know what I mean, height, weight, size, uh, and then they, they put a letter down when they ask you about your ethnicity, you know what I mean, like if you're Spanish, they put S down there. If you're, you know what I mean, uh, another ethnic, they put it down there. For some reason, under ethnicity, they put an N for him. I'm not sure what that means. So wow. I'm still working on it. Wow. wow. And that's in wow. Florida. <laughs> It, wow. it is. Yeah, it's interesting to have Borough County. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Wow. So interesting. I mean, and I think it's probably something a little bit more than that. Like, you know, either you're Hispanic or not. And so I think they're just maybe put the end. That's what I'm hoping that it just means. I, you know, I, thought, I thought it meant nice, nice guy or something like that. Nice <laughs> coach or something. That's what I'm going to roll with. There's only a couple of options. <laughs> That's so disappointing. That's so disappointing. I mean, to say the least. Yeah, and that's it. But but moving on, and the last thing really was uh, Kareem Jackson was kind of, you know, saw this one coming, where Kareem Jackson, the defensive back from uh, Denver, was suspended for four games, um, you know, before being uh, ejected for the second time. So he's suspended for four games without pay. um, And and I think uh, he kind of earned it on, on a couple of those occasions. So. Um, that that's, wasn't a good sign for him. Okay, open mic. What you got for us? 
Who's that, Doc? You were, you were breaking up. Me? Yeah. Mike, what you got, Rick? Oh, okay, me. Um, you know, Doc, I didn't have much, but you know what I, I watched this week? Um, you know, the quarterback snake. And it seems like I've just been watching. I don't know the success rate of it, but it seems like the the Eagles have had a lot of success with that. Sometimes we look at that as automatic, but it's not. And I don't know if it's it's the way they block it or, I mean, you got Jalen Hurts who squats over 600 pounds too. That helps a lot. But um, I was just watching how they do their quarterback sneak. And I don't know, I'd like to, you know, really uh, research it and see how many times have they, they've ever been stopped on that. And that was just something that stuck out, out to me. Like okay, there you yeah, go. Thought, okay. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was 41 out of 44 or something like that. Okay, but you said yeah. 50, no. Okay. They put the, the okay. graphic up the other night. So, um, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that just really wow. impressed me that they, they got a, I don't know if they're doing something different or whatever, but they have a lot of success with it. So, and, and I'm sure you guys watched last night. Minnesota tried to do the same thing, but Warner jumped over the pile and, and flipped Cousins backwards. <laughs> yeah. Hi, right, Christian. Open mic. What you got for us? Duck, I have the same thing from last night, and I really want to, you know, continue to talk about it, and that's Caleb Williams, who um, said if drafted, he wanted a part ownership in the team that drafted him. And um, <laughs> then the conversation that came out over the weekend that since they lost, no, you know, number two game, that he should shut it down um, and go ahead and get prepared for the NFL. And um, I wondered what you all thought about, you know, at this point in week eight, quitting on your team and just go ahead and move on to the NFL because probably you're not in the championship picture. Or the fact that, he says he's he any team that drafts him is going to have to give him some ownership of that team. Just call out a name, <laughs> okay? Hey, your, Jay Hayes, your thoughts? He he he's delusional. I mean, you know <laughs> that ain't happening. Them old white men ain't giving you nothing. They <laughs> give you some money. They're going to give you some money, but they ain't going to give you part of their team. Yeah, yeah. What about he, the fact, what do you really think, think he, Go ahead, Ricky. I was just going to say, does he really think he has enough juice that he can walk in from college and demand that? I mean, somebody, somebody he's has misinformed him. Yeah, yeah. Let me go back to Jay Hayes. Your thoughts on the fact? that, you know, um, there's an indication that maybe he wants to shut it down since there is no um, national championship picture in his future or he's not in the running or not, you know, that big on the top five for the Heisman. Your thoughts about that, Jay Hayes? Well, I, I just think in, in this day and age, nothing would surprise me with, um, you know, the athlete of today uh, going back from – you know, the last few years, just things that people bring out of their, their recesses of their mind uh, that should be done. Um, you know, I, I, I would think he would finish the season, but uh, 
you never know. You know, I, that that would not be uh, that unusual for someone in in today's sports to say, well, hey, we have nothing left to play for. Um, I'm going to just get ready for the league. And it probably wouldn't hurt his draft status, you know, when it's all said and done. Somebody's still going to think about taking him first. And, um, wow. you know, in the, yeah. you know, 20 years ago, that would automatically put uh, a scarlet letter on you, you know, but now maybe, maybe it'll be okay. I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I just coach them, princess, you know, <laughs> I just coach and, uh, well, Lewis, you know, I'm sorry. Rest, yeah. Well, okay. Well, Lewis, your thoughts on both of those, um, him asking for ownership, if you're going to draft him and, you know, should he shut it down or your thoughts about that? I know Christian McCaffrey is the one that I remember. He shut it down for the bowl game, but mm-hmm. you know, um, that's one thing. I still think you're kind of mid-season here, you know, at week eight, and I know you're over that. You know, your thoughts, Will Lewis? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you're, you're absolutely right. It, there is a, a huge difference in deciding to shut it down before a, a bowl game, which doesn't factor in your season yeah. at all. And in that regard, you're you're just, you know, you're you're moving on, and you know, congratulations, move on, take care of your, uh, uh, you know, seize the opportunity. Shut it down during the season is a whole different animal. Because there you're just letting down all of your teammates. Um, so I think there's a, you know, there's a lot of arrogance that would go into a move like that, and, and I think that's difficult to do, especially for a guy who um, I think is a lot more competitive than that. So I don't, I don't see him shutting it down. I mean, they've run into a couple brick walls here, and they've taken some punches, um, and you know, maybe guys are feeling a little sorry for themselves. But uh, I don't think you get to his level uh, by finding moments to, to shut it down. And as for the um, uh, the demand of I want some ownership and all that kind of stuff, uh, yeah, there's a little arrogance there, and I'm not sure who all is in his ear that would, you know, uh, have him say something publicly like that. Uh, and it is a little bit of an absurd uh, comment. But uh, I think sometimes he might be trying to play the game as well, trying to figure out who would draft him, who's in line to draft him, and whether or not he can dictate where he's going to go because it, it normally does mm-hmm. turn people off when you say stuff like that, but maybe that's what he's trying to do to the potential first or second round pick picker in the draft. Okay, okay. Ricky Porter, you want to finish up? You, you chimed in on the, the that part of the NFL ownership. Your thoughts, though, about shutting it down in, in week eight? You know, I, I think I, a lot of us are cut out of the same claws, and we've played about the same time. And we think a lot when it comes to this. And, you know, I have to piggyback what Will said. I I just can't see you coming into a situation like this and and shedding it down on your team this, you know, this early in the season. It shows arrogance. It shows, you know, I mean, a lot of things that they used to look at, you know, when they're grading you and all this, it makes you wonder. I mean, if anybody doesn't take a step back and look at this and say, really, you know, because he didn't – the year he wanted to have the team and all that, well, I'm just going to shut it down. Now, the other thing is when you shut it down, you know, right before a bowl game or not to play in a bowl game, um, you know, I can probably deal with that one a little bit better. But right now it's a lot of his friends on that team that are trying to get to his level 
play and one day be seen as a high-round pick and all that. And these games mean a lot to those kids. And for you to just back out of them and say, we just, you know, he's just going to throw in a towel because I'm worried about my future right now, uh, that just bothers me a little bit. I'm just curious to see how this is going to pan out. And I'm sure it's going to be talked about more when draft time comes around, when they deciding who's going to take that pick and who's going to, you know, yeah. get with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know I'm taking up a lot of time. Steve Thornton, I want to get you in here and just quickly, Tim and, and Duck, your, your thoughts about this, because I know I've taken up a lot of time with this. Steve Thornton, your your thoughts. Well, first, I really like Caleb Green. Secondly, I don't, I, I don't firmly believe that that is true. Just my own feeling that, you know, so much stuff flies around on the Internet. It's hard to keep track of it all. Thirdly, if it is true, then he would be off my list as someone that I would be willing to select as number one pick in the draft. It, it, it just doesn't sit well with me if I had that kind of of power and authority, I was like, well, we can ask this guy off the list. You know, he can go wherever he wants to go. But, but like I said, I don't really believe that. You know, my my first reaction. And and, and lastly, so much of this, as far as stopping the football games and, and even this, I, I don't think he would shut it down this early in the season. But it's all a product of the ineptitude of the NCAA. They created these monsters because they don't do anything. We kind of make it up as we go along, you know, with the with the uh, – first off, it's way, way, way too many bowls, but it's a lot of money. I get it. With the championships now, with four teams, if you don't make that, it's almost like, well, what's the point? You know, what's the point in place? But we could talk all evening on that. So I will let it go at that. And that a, I, I find it hard to believe, and B, uh, you know, the NCAA is feeding on itself. Baby. Yeah, and Steve, I'm pretty sure he said it in a press conference, so it's not like it's floating out there. He actually didn't just talk with it with someone. He actually said it in a press conference. Um, all right, uh, Duck and, and Tim, um, Duck and Tim, you want to bring it home? And then I'm, I'm sorry, take up so much time. Well, there's there's not much that uh, I would have to say that hasn't already been said by the other brothers. Uh, Except that um, you know there there are a number of quarterbacks who have won the Heisman Trophy even who don't do well in the pros. Make the team first before you start talking about being an owner. Yeah, Doug. Uh, just real quick, Princeton. I kind of like a question for you because I just want to know uh, if uh, Antonio Brown his advisor. <laughs> 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 oh Lord! If Antonio Brown gave him his advisor, that's that's he's silly for taking him. You know, I don't know. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you for a friend. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with you, Tim. Uh, five teams. Who's your top five now? Changed a little bit because I was uh, sort of bamboozled by Penn State. I thought they were the best team in the Big Ten, but that quarterback, and I thought they had a great quarterback. That quarterback was awful this past week. Um, I was on the thread, and Jason, uh, who played at Penn State, uh, made a comment that he thought he was scared, which really was kind of stunned me a little bit. But anyway, my top five, uh, I still got Georgia number one until somebody beats them, uh, Michigan number two, 
Florida State at number three, Washington at number four, and then Ohio State at number five. Okay, uh, Jay Hayes. Yeah, um, I I don't know that I would say that quarterback was afraid. I think Penn State's offense scheme is terrible more than – I think it was more the guys calling the plays than him. But, yeah, I was disappointed, too. Uh, I thought thought they would do much better. Um, I I don't believe in Ohio State still, but um, they did play better. Um, But I will go Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, Washington, Oklahoma and I'd put Ohio State six. Okay, did you get permission from Ricky to do that, go six? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, leave my my teammate alone. Leave him alone. Okay, all right. All right, Steve. Uh, Here you go. In no particular order, because there's only – if I'm not incorrect, there are only six undefeated teams. So, you know, just throw them in there, and over the next month or so, they will get ferreted out. Because you do, you got Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, Oklahoma, and Washington. They're the only undefeated teams left. That are oh, you have viable and Viable candidates. Who? Okay. James Madison? James Madison okay. and are undefeated as well. But we all know how that's going to go. <laughs> if it's four power yeah. at the end of the day that I have a one, either undefeated or one close loss or something, that's who's going. Sorry, James Matt. But, you know, okay. I, I, I Ricky, somebody beats one of them. That's it. Duck, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go with, and I'll move it quickly. I'm going with uh, Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Florida State, and Washington. Okay, uh, Precious. Michigan, Ohio State, Georgia, Florida State, Washington. Bill. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty much in, in that order. I've got Georgia at one, uh, Michigan at two, uh, Ohio State at three, um, Oklahoma at four, uh, Florida State at five, and Washington at six. <laughs> okay, right. You got I, permission too. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick, okay, Will, okay. Will always has permission from me, so he's good. That's right. Ah, Great mind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, stay with you, Will. Clemson, Miami. Clemson, Miami. Man, now that, I mean that was crazy. I mean, just watching the way Miami had uh, blown games over the past couple of weeks, and then. You get Clemson in that uh, situation right at the end, and, uh, you know, they run the ball, they score, they win. Uh, it sounds like the quarterback actually got thrown under the, under the bus by Dabo, so I'm kind of, you know, losing a little respect for Dabo because he still could have covered his, his quarterback uh, on that play, man. And all Dabo said was, yes, well, the play we called was just a straight handoff, and he should have just handed off instead of trying to be a hero. Um, but it's a, a, a tough way to lose. For uh, for Clemson on uh, on that final play, but good for Miami, good comeback. Hey Tim. Well, 
I, I thought Clemson was playing pretty good football the last two or three weeks. Uh, we're starting to right the ship. But like I said last night, you know, I, I you know, in the book of Genesis, God created man in his own image. <laughs> and, and I think that that's exactly what Dabo's trying to do at Clemson because if you look at his skill position players, they don't look like they used to. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You know, I think I'm pretty sure I picked Clemson in this game, but I think they're really suffering on offense. Um, they just, just – and I don't know if Kate Klubnick is the answer, and they sent DJ on his way to Oregon State. Um, and I, I thought Miami did enough at the end, and if I'm not mistaken, to force overtime, and um, Clemson didn't come through. And they had three losses, which I haven't seen from a Clemson team in at least five years, six years. Right, Ricky. I'm in Clemson. Well, Duck, Duck you got to you got to give Miami credit after bouncing back after two consecutive losses. Um, yeah. Win that game, so um, I, you know I'm I'm picking my you know Miami. I, I mean, I think you have to go that way with me. Okay, well you know Miami beat them already, so hey. No, I'm saying well that that's what yeah. well. Okay, I forgot. I'm dealing with you again. I forgot. <laughs> you know. No, I just thought, I just thought it was an impre- impressive win for Miami after, you know, losing earlier, you know, two consecutive losses and then yeah. come back and to, to beat Clemson. Yeah. And you know who picked Miami last week, right? Who, who picked Miami I last week? I think you were the only you? one, Lone Wolf in it. You, Probably. Who picked yeah. Miami? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. So you you want some credit for that? That's what he's looking for. Next what? Next he'll want that theme music again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got for us, Jay. Miami Clemson. In the grand scheme of things, I mean. You know, they're two teams that are by the wayside, and it really didn't matter who won. But, uh, you know, Miami Miami pulled it out. Uh, they're two mediocre teams. You know, that's all yeah. I got to say. Tell us how you really feel, Jay. Two yeah, mediocre yeah. teams. <laughs> you always say that I tell the truth, Princess. I'm just telling the truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you right. I see what you got for us, see. <laughs> I like that comment, but I had I had picked Clemson. I'm glad Miami won. And could somebody put a root on Clemson. Because since they ran DJ out of time, it's been out of town, it's been tough times. So until they do what by DJ, Clemson is gonna go down. <laughs> there you go. Right. You know that's a movie somewhere. Yeah, that'd be a pretty good line for a movie. <laughs> yeah, a movie somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm staying with you, Steve. Uh, Duke and Florida State. Uh, what did I tell y'all about Duke? Didn't I say that unless the game is at Cameron Indoor, they weren't going to win? <laughs> they showed me they were. And Florida State has a very good team this year. I hope that they do very well. As a matter of fact, out of all the undefeated teams that are there right now, 
I wouldn't mind seeing Florida State and Oklahoma play in the national championship game. But I like that quarterback. What is his name? Uh, yeah, the only one. What? Oh, you don't. Oh, I'm well, sorry. No, you don't. Why you don't? Oh, like I was. It. I was. I was talking out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but Duke showed who they were in football, and Florida State showed who they were. There we go. I will, Duke. I think he hit it on the head right there, right? Duke showed who they were, and, uh, you know, they battled early on, but I think Florida State showed exactly who they were by just uh, keep battling and got the comeback done uh, at the end. But maybe it's different if the quarterback doesn't from Duke doesn't get hurt again. So might be talking about yeah. a different a different ending. Um, but, um, yeah, good. thought it was a good game and, uh, you know, expected uh, FSU to win. Hey, Jay Hayes. I, I'm I'm with Will Lewis on this. Uh, you know, Florida State just overpowered them at the end, uh, scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. Um, mm-hmm. You know, once the quarterback went down, they had no shot. Uh, I think I think that young quarterback for Duke, once he gets some experience, he could be pretty good. Uh, the the young the young man that came in at the end, but um, Florida State's too strong. And um, I'll be interested to see uh, how they finish the year out and if North Carolina can rebound and all that stuff. But uh, Florida State right now, the ACC looks like the the team that's going to come out of there unscathed. Princess, so you like both teams? <laughs> you know, I I think Florida State. I thought. Florida State would win the game. But I also thought that Duke battled up until the third quarter, up until um, um, the, the quarterback got hurt. I agree with Jay Hayes that once that happened, there was no chance. And um, I, don't, I don't think they scored in the fourth quarter, and Florida State had 21. They're a talented team. You, you, you can't deny that. But I don't want to see them in the national championship game. So please, somebody out there in the college football world, take care of them. Phil? You were breaking up. Oh, Duke, say that again. Duke looked okay. Duke looked pretty good. Um, I, I thought, just like Will, if their quarterback hadn't gone down, it would have been pretty interesting to see how that would have turned out. Um, but uh, Florida State is pretty strong, so uh, strong performance. Good ball game. Uh, Ricky. You know, I look at Duke every week, and I say, you know, they're a much improved team, and I think they're building something special down there but they're not quite there yet. And I just thought that uh, Florida State had an impressive impressive win to stay undefeated. I just don't think that Duke is to that caliber yet, but I think they're building something good down there. Okay. Staying right with you, Ricky, let's talk about we aren't versus Ohio State. (laughs) Oh, well – I mean, it turned out the way I thought. I thought Ohio State would win the game. And, um, you know, I thought it would be a good game. But um, it's not much I can say about that. I mean, I, that's who I picked to, to win that game was Ohio State, and, and they did. So I'm going to just leave it at that. Okay. Uh, yeah. I was surprised. As, as I mentioned, I, I thought Penn State would uh, would pull this game out. Um and I, I really was thinking that largely because I thought the quarterback was much better than the 
previous Penn State quarterbacks, but he did not have a good game, not at all. So, um, yeah, I was stunned uh, uh, by that, especially after the way Penn State started. They were running the ball very well at first, and I think that defensive adjustment, when they started crowding the line of scrimmage and taking away the run, they just couldn't pass the ball. And uh, Ohio State just uh, was too much for them. Okay, Will? Yeah, I agree. It, it turned out to be uh, much more of a defensive battle than, than what I thought. But, uh, you know, in, in games like that, it, it, it kind of comes down to converting and keeping the ball and keeping alive, um, keeping the drives alive. You know, the thing Penn State struggled with, I think they end up being like one of 16 on third down. So, they didn't. They didn't really have a, a chance of hanging on to the ball and keeping Ohio State off the field. But um, you know, that being said, uh, you know the uh, the quarterback picked a uh, a bad week to have a bad game. And and I think maybe it was Jay said earlier, maybe it was the the play selection. But either way, it was a bad combination for Penn State. Hey Steve. Yeah, I, I can sum this one up quickly. What you just said about going one. For 16 on third down. It's hard to win a game when you go 1 to 16 on third down. And the other reason they lost was that Ohio State has Maserati, Marvin Harrison, he couldn't check it, couldn't cover it. 11 catches for 162 yards and the touchdown. So that was the difference in the game. 1 for 16 and Maserati, Marvin. Hey, Jay Hayes. <laughs> Everyone said uh, what has happened. The the big play in the game that turned the game was when Penn State got the turnover and it got called back. Um, that really changed the tempo of the game and the momentum of the game. Um, and, again, it came down to Penn State was playing man-to-man. They had a whole player, and their the kid grabbed the guy on an inside cut he didn't need to he had help um, again so it's you know goes back to coaching I think um, you know I thought offensively they had a bad scheme you go one of 18 or whatever it was that's that's a bad plan and uh, you know Ohio State out coached them so that that was it more than anything, uh, more than the players. I think it was the plan uh, that was in place. All right, Precious? I think I picked Penn State in this matchup, and I did it knowing know that you're... Franklin was <laughs> – Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Franklin was one and eight going into this into this matchup against Ohio State, and I and I still picked them in, and I was wrong. But I, I thought that Penn State also lost a key um, player on defense. But um, I like what Steve Thornton said too. Um, Marvin Harrison really um, looked good in this game, and I, and I thought that again, like Jay Hayes said, that Ryan Day outcoached him and. They look like the better team, and I really didn't think they were. Um, I picked Penn State, so I was surprised by this. And how well Ohio State look. Yeah, and I also picked Penn State only because of you, Francis. But anyway, uh, moving right along, 
No, you can't blame me for that. Tennessee, Alabama. uh And we're going to be quick on answers, guys. Oh. Um, I I want to know what Nick Saban said at halftime. It was a different team. Am I going in and out? I hope. Yeah, I can hear you fine. Uh, Tim. Um, just two two completely different ball games, uh, and uh, Alabama got the better of uh, of that second half, uh, much better second half than what Tennessee did in the first half. Okay, Ricky. You know, pretty pretty much what Tim said. You know, Tennessee started off strong. I think they was up like twenty to seven at the half, um, but. Bama just weathered the storm, stayed in there, fought through it, and um, ended up having a strong second half to pull it out. So, um, like I said, it's almost a, like a tale of two game, two different games. All right. All right, Jay, Nick Satan? <laughs> he must have threatened him, Princess. I don't know, but he – I, I think some people were worried about their scholarships because they came out now. Um, I, I was I was surprised. I mean, they they really put it together in the second half and just you know woke up and, and really played. Um, you know, Tennessee just couldn't couldn't hold them off. Hey, hey, hey! I'm here, and you know what everyone else has said, but. Watch out for Alabama. Nick has got them playing better, and the more comfortable this kid um, gets at quarterback, the more dangerous they become. What they ought to do is just run the ball more and throw the ball deep more because he has a beautiful deep ball. But but Nick got in somebody's rear end at halftime, and watch out for Alabama this last quarter of the football season. Don't be surprised if they're in the playoffs. There you go. Okay, Will. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Saban, and it's no surprise to, to anybody that the guy does a, a pretty fabulous job in coaching his guys, uh, and this may be one of his better coaching jobs or yeah. the, the entire year. Not you know not just this game but this year and and I think the the development of the quarterback is, is a major factor but also kind of the whole team kind of kind of coming together and, and finishing games and that's and I think that's exactly what's going on with with Alabama so I just think the guy's doing a heck of a coaching job and they're they're better all over, all the way around but the quarterback play is monumental. Okay, staying right with you, USC, Utah. Oh man, I mean, I, I expected uh, Utah to 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 win that game. Uh, Will, yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah. I mean, I expected uh, Utah to to win the game, and and I think just like people have talked about earlier, uh, USC is struggling from a from a mental standpoint. You know what I mean? I, or a confidence standpoint, uh, but. They, you know, they're just getting exposed on their weaknesses uh, on even when they were winning games early in the year because they weren't playing great defense. Now they're playing against teams who have figured them out uh, and and, uh, and it's just kind of wearing them down. So um, I expected Utah to, to win that game. They're, they're pretty consistent and keep on banging. 
Okay, uh, Ricky Porter. You know, Doug, uh, what I saw in that game was Utah. It seems like they've they've proven that they are contenders in the Pac-12. Well, I thought they played well. I think it was an impressive victory. Um, <laughs> it's almost got you, you know, Caleb Williams ready to quit or move on. So uh, maybe that had something to do with it. But uh, I thought it was an impressive win by Utah. <laughs> Okay, Tim. I don't have much else to add. Uh, Utah's got a pretty good ball club. Preston? Same thing. Utah surprised me. I, I think they have a very good football team. Jay Hayes. Utah is who I thought they were. Um, they they are Trojan killers. Three in a row. I see. Three in a row. Yeah, three in a row. And, and I'll, I'll give you a little bit of some specifics. The difference maker was Sione Vaki, number 28, the kid that plays safety and running back. He is uh, sneaky, fast, and USC found out about how sneaky fast he really is. And I think he was the difference maker in the game. Um, when they needed a big play, he produced. And, you know, he, he stepped up every time. And the quarterback did, did enough. I don't know if they really missed the, the guy that hurt uh, too much. But, again, Utah is, is very good. Uh, USC is very good. They just don't have much defense. And it doesn't seem like they're interested in, in having much of a defense. Again, the, the kid that made the difference was number 28, kid next to us, Keone safety and running back. He, he's the difference in the game to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's on you, Tim. Got to be quick. Okay, Everybody. let's, let's... – <laughs> yeah, let's keep, let's try to try to run through this pretty quick so we have some time here for beefing and, and the pro games. Uh, but uh, this week's games, uh, Duke and Louisville, both teams have uh, been up and down this year. Um, what, what are you thinking, Jay Hayes? Louisville will bounce back. Okay. Um, Ricky Porter, what are you thinking, Duke and Louisville? Uh, I'm looking at the same thing. I'm looking at – but I'm looking at Duke bouncing back after their loss. So I'm thinking I'm picking Duke over Louisville this week. Okay, Will uh, Will Lewis, what are you thinking, Duke uh, and Louisville? Yeah, uh, I'm looking for uh, Louisville to to bounce back and and beat Duke. I think Louisville just has a little better uh, athletes. Um, so yeah, Louisville to bounce back and beat Duke. Princess, uh, where, where are you on this one, uh, Duke and Louisville? Louisville. Okay, uh, Duck, <laughs> what are you thinking? Duke. Duke. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me stay with Climb you. Climb the, uh, the pole, duck, and get some reception. <laughs> <laughs> let me stay with you, man. Uh, you gotta get, you gotta get, you gotta, gotta get Steve. <laughs> you, gotta get, no, you gotta get Steve. You gotta get Steve. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, right. I'm sorry, homeboy. I'm sorry about that, man. I thought you're uh, on. Is, is this a basketball game? Oh, Louisville. Louisville. Louisville will win this game. There you go. Okay. 
Okay, Steve, let me stay with you on the, on this next one. Uh, we've got a showdown in the Pac-12, uh, Oregon against a Utah team that's been pretty pretty good except for one ball game. Yeah, I, I, I like Utah a lot, but I'm picking Oregon because they got Steve. And Steve okay. There you go. Okay. Well, Lewis, what are you thinking? Uh, Oregon and Utah, two uh, pretty uh, pretty good ball clubs out in the uh, West. Yeah, I think that'll be the toughest game to to call this weekend. Will be that one. So um, I'm gonna go with uh, Oregon and the athletes to uh, get past Utah and the and the power guys. Okay, uh, Jay Hayes, uh, 85 pickup trucks at Utah, and uh, we're taking <laughs> on Oregon this week. It's still night and night. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Utah because the game is in Salt Lake City. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Rick Porter, what are you thinking? Uh, Utah and Oregon. I'm rolling with Jay. I'm going with Utah this week. Okay. Uh, Duck, uh, what do you think of Utah and Oregon? I'm rolling with Ricky this week. Okay. <laughs> uh, Princess, uh, Utah and Oregon. The 85 pickup trucks. <laughs> okay. That was all. Uh, they got a little game going on in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, uh, they call it the the largest, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Uh, oh. Florida and Georgia, they hook up every year. Fifty fifty ticket sales. Uh, it's usually a spectacle down there. What do you think, Princess? I'm not going against my team. Although I understand the odds, it's Florida. Okay, reporter, <laughs> what are you thinking? Florida and Georgia. I'm gonna have to go with Georgia on this one too. Okay. Uh, Jay Hayes, what do you think in Florida and Georgia? <laughs> I'm going to pick Georgia. Okay. Uh, Will Lewis, what do you think in Florida against Georgia? I'm staying with Georgia. Steve Thornton. I- I'm almost afraid because Princess might come through the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else was. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm lone wolfing it this week. <laughs> My heart is with Florida, but I will go with Georgia. Okay. This next one, this next one is very interesting. You didn't get ducks. I didn't, you didn't duck? get ducks. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Because uh, I know he. Well, anyway, duck. Uh, Florida and Georgia. <laughs> hey, this is my upset special. I'm going Florida. I'm going Napier. Okay. All right. Uh-uh. All right. All right, let me stay with you. Uh, let me stay gave with you. you the kiss uh, of death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know you've been. Uh, I know you've been on the bandwagon with Colorado all season long. Uh, they've been up and down, uh, and, but so has UCLA, and they're hooking up Saturday. What are you thinking? Like I told you guys last night, two things. One, Shadour is selling his stuff before the game. And two, <laughs> number seventy-eight would be seventy-five this week. So he, they're going to fool UCLA. Okay. Wow. Uh, Princess, what are you thinking? Colorado and UCLA, both teams up and down all season. I'm going with the UCLA Chip Kelly. I, I, I don't, I don't think. I think they score more points. Oh. Okay. Well, Steve Thornton, what are you thinking? Uh, Colorado and uh, UCLA. You know, I was UCLA. I'm not going to 
him and Hall about it. I think that they have a better team right now. And uh, I think the Bruins will do it. And I like the powder blue uniform. Okay. Yeah, those are some <laughs> of the best uniforms in football. Um, uh, Ricky Porter, uh, UCLA and uh, Colorado. You know, Tim, I think I'm going to go with Colorado coming off the bye week. I think they had time, to, you know, extra time to prepare. And so I'm going to go with Colorado. Okay. Uh, Will Lewis, you're a defensive back. Uh, Travis Hunter came back off the injury, but he got cooked. Travis Hunter got cooked against uh, Stanford, but, uh, you know, he's uh, one week beyond that uh, that healing process. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking there, Colorado and UCLA? Yeah, I mean, if there was a knock on, on Dion and their staff, it was putting him out there for that, that amount of time. Uh, after coming back yeah. the first week, so I, I think part of that was on their on their staff. Um, I'm going to go this go with this as my upset special. I'm going to go with Colorado to to win this after UCLA just came off of a, a big win, but I wouldn't put my money on it. Okay. Jay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, where are you at uh, with UCLA and Colorado? I'm going to pick the Baby Bears. All right. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Okay. Uh, real quick, guys. Oh, we're running out of time. But anyway, guys, uh, real quickly, just give me a, a game, that you, a pro game that you watched that was very interesting, but it's got to be quick. Who you got? Anybody can jump in on this one. I, I watched the Eagles game, and I just thought it was impressive to see the two anybody. Alabama quarterbacks. Um <laughs> Oh, anybody but me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, what's the, uh, the, the Eagles? The Eagles you're Dolphins good, game. You're good. <laughs> He's stupid, Doc. Eagles Dolphins game. Okay. I thought it was impressive. Anybody and else? See both. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Doug can hear. Why so bad that? Uh, they they put a lot. They made Marvin Jones retire. <laughs> wow. I watched the Eagles Dolphins too. So go ahead, Tim. I yeah, yeah, Doug, I watched I watched the Eagles Dolphins and I was impressed with Philly. I think it's the best team in the league, and I was stunned last night that San Francisco didn't play better than they did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even with that game last night with uh, with uh, with Minnesota, uh, you have to give a shout out to uh, Brian Flores, the defensive coordinator. They did a great job shutting down San Francisco's offense, and he's doing it without the Darius Smith, Eric Hendricks, Delvin Thomason, Patrick Peterson. He's doing it with a brand new group. Well, wow. okay. One uh, question. Take us out of here. Go ahead, Steve. What was your, who did you watch, and we'll, we'll take up. Casey just keeps winning. That's all. That's all. The Taylor Swifties. Okay. Um, and Will Lewis, the the the, the Philly the Philly Arizona games um, first pitch is at eight oh eight tonight, so you got time to watch that. Very yeah. good. Um, all right. Um, thank you guys, Steve Thornton, Jay Hayes, Will Lewis, Ricky Porter. Um, I think that's everybody. Tim Tim. 
And, and, and Duck, I really appreciate you all. Um, and have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you guys. Okay. Thanks, Preston. Awesome, awesome. Thank you. You guys have a great week. Here's your thing, see you Thursday. Here's your dancers in high school. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.